So I mentioned I'm sitting in those Bud Light club seats yesterday at the Lions game, and I see Anthony Bellino. I always thought he sat at a desk doing the Lions jumbo vision uh, in between game action breaks, and he's down on the field. I'm like, that's awesome. And then Anthony's also now the mic guy on camera on the field for Michigan games at the big house. And he's doing Toledo, and he's the PA voice of Michigan men's and women's basketball, and he's also the host of X's and Bros. Uh, heard weekday mornings at 6 a.m. on 96.1 The Game in Grand Rapids and also across Michigan, Northwest Ohio, part of the Michigan Sports Network. So life is pretty good. He's doing a good job. Busy man. Anthony joins us on the Meyer Guest Line here on the Huge Show across Michigan. What's up, A.B.? Oh, not a whole lot. Huge, not a whole lot. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you. All right, buddy. You know, I appreciate you, too. Uh, I heard you talking this morning when I uh, was coming into work, uh, 96 won the game, about you've never heard Ford Field like that. And I mentioned the same thing earlier. Uh, Your thoughts on uh, the crowd. We'll get to the game in a moment. But the first two home games and the crowds at Ford Field have been phenomenal. Uh, you can feel it. It's, I mean, the energy is palpable. Uh, you walk into the building and people are smiling. They're excited uh, and they're engaged every play. You know, I, I thought it was, I thought it was great. We had to put up these giant signs that say on the, on the video boards that say uh, quiet offense at work and people piped right down. You could hear a pin drop in that joint. The minute the defense comes on the field, you know, people are going absolutely berserk. I thought DJ Ray, our in-game DJ, I think he's been doing a fantastic job really reading the room, uh, giving a good balance of music that's going to get the crowd going, but music that the players like as well. I mean, I think he's been knocking it out of the park. And uh, the people, you can just tell, huge. You can feel it. I mean, it's just like all of all of your listeners, even if they've never been inside a Ford Field before, you can feel that the, the Lions fans, no matter where you're located at, you are dying for a winner. And this team yesterday, I mean, you look at that first half, I, it, it's tough to remember a first half in which they played such complete football and left points on the board uh, while doing so. I mean, it was it was something to behold. And sure, with Sweaty Palms time, you know, in the second half, but I, I really do I really do think, like, it, that was a good sign, I think, for Lions fans that weren't necessarily believers yet that this is different. This year, like, yeah, this staff, this is a different group here. Anthony Bellino from X's and Bros. Heard weekday mornings at 6 a.m. on the Michigan Sports Network. You can hear him talk local teams in Grand Rapids. Weekday mornings at 6 a.m. and 96 won the game. Uh, where's this team different than last year? Talent-wise, chemistry, culture. Tell me what you've noticed from working the Lions games last year to the Lions games the first two this year. I think talent is definitely one of them. You know, you're, you're adding a guy like Malcolm Rodriguez in the sixth round who's flying all over the field, um, you know, making tackles. You look at the, what they've been able to do on special teams. I feel like, you know, wide receiver was such a big question mark going into last year. Now we know that we, you know, we have capable wide receivers. I'm on Ross St. Brown. I mean, Field Yates from ESPN said, quote, I do not say this lightly. I'm on Ross St. Brown could be the best receiver in NFL history. Now, I don't know what he was drinking, but give me some of that. That's very bold. There's a guy named Jerry Rice who played in a completely different era that is the greatest wide receiver of all time. But Amon Ross St. Brown coming along the way that he is, you can tell Jared Goff's a lot more comfortable. I think the chemistry is there. And then, look, I mean, they're taking on a Washington team. Mind you, Washington doesn't have Chase Young. Thank you for missing the game. I appreciate you. Uh, unfortunate due to injury, but hey, it's not, not unfortunate if you're a Lions fan. But this is a completely different interior offensive line. 
you're replacing both guards and your center of what's supposed to be your strongest unit. You rush the football for almost 200 yards. Your play calling is so creative. Ben Johnson's really in his groove. He's clicking. There's more talent. Of course, Aiden Hutchinson. I just finished up the rewatch uh, of the game because you know you can only see so much when you're down there in the field. You got to go home and you know rewatch. It's part of the gig, right? And um, I, I, you know, watching after the third sack from Aiden Hutchinson. Washington's entire offensive line scheme was all about the double team. I mean, they chipped in with running backs. They had tackles and tight ends double teaming, and they had tackle guard double teaming him. I mean, he was the focal point, and that's opening up so many more opportunities. And another thing that we're going to talk about heavily tomorrow morning is the NASCAR package uh, that the defensive line will roll out. And you'll see it from time to time. Uh, you know, when you get Kamiski on the interior and you have Aiden Hutchinson there playing, you know, closer to a three technique, and then you bring in Charles Harris uh, off the edge with Oguara. I mean. And that is there. You're substituting size for speed, and those guys can get after the quarterback. And when you can get after the quarterback, you have a pass rush. You're getting sacks. You're getting tackles for loss, QB pressures. It makes your secondary's job a whole lot better. And how good was Jeff Okuda? He's finally on the field. Huge. I mean, that's 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 monstrous. The fact that Jeff Okuda has played like three games in his first two seasons. Uh, that was never going to be enough to really be able to evaluate the kind of player that he is. He's finally healthy. He looks good out there. He's playing with confidence. They had no Amani Overwarrier, and sure, got a little shaky, but hey, the pass rush helps out the secondary. The secondary helps out the pass rush. It's complimentary football, and it's beautiful to watch. Uh, Michigan, Saturday night, uh, you were at the big house, um, or Saturday afternoon, uh, against UConn, 59 nothing. Uh, what do you like about this team going into Big Ten play where they could repeat as Big Ten champions? Well, I, I really like uh, defensive depth on, on the line. I think that their defensive line, I mean, they're wrote, and, and obviously these first three games, I mean, what are you really going to learn? It feels like you played the same team with different jerseys that trotted out there different times on different days, right? I mean, it's, it, it's UConn, it's Hawaii, it's Colorado State. You don't really learn a whole lot, but you're beating them the way that you're supposed to beat them, which is to a bloody pulp. They're not supposed to be in these games. They're not even supposed to look competitive. And you know what? The Michigan's handling business. They got the shutout. I thought that that was a, a pride thing from the defense standpoint they hadn't had a shutout yet they needed to get one i think you feel good about that uh and i really think that you feel good about the weapons that they have surrounding jj mccarthy i think that he you know didn't do anything spectacular you know i was really hoping to see you know some 400 yard five touchdowns some really gaudy numbers sort of game from jj but he takes what the defense gives you and at the end of the day like this team still wants to run the football their special teams unit has been absolutely incredible i mean they you're talking about blocking punts punt return for a touchdown they're flying around on kickoff like Jay Harbaugh, I mean, give the man some credit. I know that everybody's going to dog him for nepotism because his dad's the head coach, but he's doing a heck of a job. He's doing a really good job with that special teams unit. And so I think for Michigan, uh, offensively, you look at the weaponry that they have uh, that is surrounding J.J., the, the quarterback, the strength that he is uh, with his arm. I think that that's a huge positive. You get ready for Big Ten play. Got to have some depth. Uh, they have that. I think they have a, a really good solution at quarterback. I think, that the, you know, that being put to rest, I think, was really big just for the entire program uh, to be able to move forward. Hey, this is our guy now. This is who we're going to roll with. You know, everybody get behind them, and um, and and they did. And I, I'm very very excited. I think I think Michigan's got enough weaponry now that I can. I feel confident saying at this point, like this is a team that can compete with offensive state, uh, Ohio State in an offensive shootout type of game. And I, I've never really quite felt like that over the last like 15 years. It's been a long time since I felt really good about a game, but I feel like they have the firepower to do so. Anthony Bellino, you can hear him weekday mornings at 6 a.m. on the Michigan Sports Network, X's and Bros. 
heard locally in West Michigan on 96.1 The Game, our flagship station. Also look for him on the Jumbotron during Lions home games and Michigan uh, home football games. A.B., congrats. Keep up the great hard work, and we'll talk soon. Sounds good. Thank you, Hughes. Love you, man. Yeah, back at you. Yeah, Anthony Bellino. Good guy, great family down there in Monroe. I think he lives down in Toledo, uh, but does so much. And an awesome show. Listen to it weekday mornings, 6 a.m. For the station close to you, go to michigansportsnetwork.com.